Hello and welcome to Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions, where we support entrepreneurs like you with event-based marketing and sales strategies, allowing you to build your authority, your credibility, and your visibility in your industry. And today I'm excited to introduce you to today's guest, um, Esther Avant. And I might have said that wrong. I put a little spin on it. Avant, Avant. He's placed it up a little bit. I'll take that. Avant. Oh, there we go. A little Avant to it. So Esther is a health industry veteran with over 17 years of experience in fitness, nutrition, and wellness related roles. She's a certified sports nutritionist, a personal trainer, a wellness coach, and owner of EA Coaching. And EA Coaching actually provides holistic health and lifestyle coaching since 2015. Please help me welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact stage, Esther. What's up, Esther? Thank you so much. Thank you for that introduction. Thank you for having me. Right? I think, are you changing your name now to like have like a little zhuzh on the last bit? Yeah, some sort of like accent or like something. Yep. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Why not? Let's have fun with it. (laughs) Well, I'm excited. Um, Before we kind of dive into, you know, health and weight loss and a bunch of fun details around that, is there anything that I might have missed that you might want to share with us on how you were actually creating impact in the world today? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And it's something that I think a lot about. And part of the reason that I'm so passionate about helping women improve their health mm-hmm. is because of the impact that I know it helps them have in their own lives and therefore in their families, in their communities and in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think what it boils down to is that I've talked to so many women who feel like they're devoting so much mental energy to body image related baggage to thinking about food and their bodies and just kind of that whole area of their lives. And what I've seen time and time again is as we start to improve our relationships with ourselves, our bodies, with exercise, with food, we free up that bandwidth to devote to other things. And at the same time, we develop the confidence that we need to really make an impact. And those things combined mean that each woman who improves her health, who improves her confidence, then can go out into the world and pursue her own passions, make her own mark in the world. And that sort of ripple effect, I think, is so powerful. The impact that each of us can have individually and all of us can have collectively is so massive. And I really believe that making that impact impact starts with prioritizing your health. And so, yeah, I get it. We should start prioritizing our impact on health, but there's just so many other things to do in life. There's the kids, there's the fur babies, there's business, there's life, there's all of it. So like, why? I mean, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but why? Why? Why do we need to? How does it support us? And how can we do it where it doesn't seem like it takes up so much time and energy and mind space? That's a great question. And I'm going to answer it kind of twofold. The first being in regards to how we think about it, because you're absolutely right. I'm a busy working mom too. And I also don't have tons of time to spare. And it's very easy to serve myself last, to think, what does my son need? What does my husband need? What do my clients need? What do my coaches need? And end up with you know the, the bottom of the barrel for myself. 
I think one of the best reframes you can give yourself is to rather than think of health, just like kind of use that umbrella term, whether it's your workouts or meal planning or just sitting down for actual meals, rather than thinking of those things as just another kind of to-do list item that's taking up time and taking away from other things, think about it in terms of what you are gaining from it. How is it actually making the rest of your life easier? So if you're struggling with the feelings of, I should be, you know, I shouldn't take this time away from my kids. This, you know, this is, this is selfish. Well, what about thinking of it in terms of I'm setting an example for my children that's going to help them be healthy, be happy, be confident, not struggle with the issues that I picked up on from my mom. If you're thinking in terms of, you know, this is time taking away from my business. Well, how is it that being healthy could increase your productivity? If you are not struggling with brain fog or a mid-afternoon sugar crash, think about how much more you could get done. If you are able to focus better and bang out your to-do list in the hours you're telling yourself you actually want to get them done, what kind of positive impact would that have on the rest of your life? So I think just that overall reframe of this is not just another check the box and you know time suck type thing. This is actually going to benefit all those other areas of your life. So that's why sort of overarchingly, it's worth being a priority, not Mm. to mention the hopefully obvious, like you're a worthy human being who deserves health and happiness and all of that piece of it. And then to answer it more practically, I think part of why we struggle to make these behaviors habitual is because we believe that we need to devote a really big chunk of time to them. We're thinking, I don't have time for, you know, a 60 minute or 90 minute workout. Or by the time I drive to the yoga studio and shower, I'm looking at two and a half hours and now I'm going to pick up the kids and like, there goes the day. And Mm -hmm. suddenly, you know, this workout has just, you know, ruined the entire rest of the day. So I think recognizing that you do not need to be making these grandiose efforts. You don't need to be devoting a ton of time. If you can give 20, 30 minutes, a few days a week to strength training you're going to be so much better off. If you can start looking for opportunities to be active throughout the day, whether it's like the cliche parking at the far end of the parking lot, if it's walking around when you're at your kid's sports practice, kind of up and down the sidelines, if it's getting together with a friend for a walking date instead of happy hour, looking for those small pockets of opportunity to be more active. On the nutrition front, also looking at What are ways that I could just do things more efficiently? As as moms and as business owners, we're very good at being efficient in those areas. And sometimes we fall short of applying that same skill to our health. Mm -hmm. So if you're already in the kitchen making a snack or making a meal for your kids, your family, what else could you do in that time that would help you personally? So if you're already chopping stuff, chop some extra veggies, throw them in a Tupperware, boom, there's a salad for tomorrow. Dump some extra protein from dinner on it. There's your meal. If you're already, you know, putting stuff in the oven, can you roast some veggies and have those for the week? So just starting to think of, you know, almost like stacking. I'm already doing a similar thing. What else can I add to it that would benefit me personally and help me work in these habits that are good for me that it just feels like I might not have time to do otherwise? Mm, Those are really good suggestions. I would think, you know, for... For our audience, maybe that's listening right now, it's like, okay, I get it. Those are definitely action steps that I can start taking, but I just don't think it's fun. How do you, how do you make it fun? 
Great question. So again, I think a couple of ways to look at that. The first one being, it doesn't have to be fun. Think about all the things we do every day <laughs> that aren't fun. Picking your kids up from school isn't fun. Brushing your teeth isn't fun. Writing, you know, doing admin for your business, it's not fun. Some things we just do because we're grownups and we want the result of having done them. So you might not ever be a person who loves exercise and looks forward to it, but you do like when you can shop your own closet and you know you can button your pants. So you deal with the thing you don't like to get the thing you do like. So that's one piece of it is maybe don't set that bar so high that you're like, unless I'm thrilled every second of this, it's not worth doing. And just sort of remind yourself that the outcome is what you really want. And sometimes the process just is. Mm -hmm. That said, you certainly don't need this to feel like drudgery. And it will be a lot easier to do consistently if you enjoy it. So one of the things that I that is so simple that I really enjoy doing is pairing something you do enjoy with the task that maybe you don't so much. So for me personally, one way I've done that is I've gotten myself into the routine of walking every day, but it's a relatively new habit. The last couple of years, I just, it just wasn't a thing that I did before. So when I was first getting into it, I would have, at the time, it was true crime podcasts that I would only listen to if I was walking. And because they always end on a cliffhanger and I'm eager to find out what happens, it was very easy for me to walk for however long an episode was, maybe go a little bit longer to finish an episode, to pick up the next day because I wanted to keep going. And that made it fun. And then I showed up enough times that then it just became a habit. So I don't necessarily need the podcast anymore to still do the thing. Mm-hmm. When you are thinking about meal prepping, how monotonous that can be, or, you know, you feel like you're sequestered in the kitchen and you're away from everybody and you're missing out. What if you flip that around and thought, what is this? How is this an opportunity for me to do something just for myself? Is there some bad reality show that my husband gives me a hard time for watching? And I just want to be left alone in some peace and quiet to watch the drama unfold. I'll do it while I'm meal prepping. Now I look forward to the show and the meal prepping gets done. Sometimes it's as simple as a, um, a playlist with music that you really look forward to. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of our clients will buy fun workout outfits that they just look forward to, you know, the colors or the patterns. Any small thing can make it more fun. And I think that paired with, and also sometimes it just won't be, and that's okay too, is really the key to getting it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's true. Like I, I noticed when I, we do crappy cock, Crappy taco salad Tuesdays, um, <laughs> and it's not crappy, but it that just the, the word that ended up coming out, right? It's just a taco salad, <laughs> but so uh, funny. right, and and so you know, I'm, I turn on the music and like I'm dancing around and you know rocking out, and you know my fiance is just like, yep, there you go. <laughs> but it's a way that makes it fun and engaging because I'm not a big person that likes to cook. He cooks, but I do crappy taco salad Tuesday because that's fun for me. And I get to dance around and I know how to do it and, you know, so on and so forth, but I love that cooking otherwise. (laughs) I love it. Beautiful. So what would you say are like some of the, the overcoming, some of the health myths out there? Um, What would you say some of those things are? One of the big ones is just how confusing 
health has been made out to be. Mm-hmm. And a big part of why it's so hard to make it a priority and develop these habits in the first place is because we feel so overwhelmed and confused and we don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. So we just kind of get stuck in like research mode. And we all know with the state of social media that when you're in research mode, you go down these rabbit holes and you're like, well, this influencer said this is bad, but this one said that that's bad. And you just end up so confused. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest things is to recognize how that pattern keeps you stuck and to just like kind of get some distance from it and remind yourself, I'm a smart human being. I do have some basic idea of what one or two steps in the right direction would be. I don't need to know everything, but Mm -hmm. I do know, I can identify that there are some areas of my current lifestyle that aren't supporting my goals. So why not just start there? You don't need to have it all planned out, but just taking that first step, just getting some momentum and some wins and the the confidence boost of seeing that the changes you're making do make a difference is huge. So most of us would benefit from eating more fruits and veggies. Most of us would benefit from eating more lean protein, from eating fewer processed and packaged foods, from drinking less alcohol, from being less reliant on caffeine, all of those things. So if you're feeling like you don't know where to start, start start there, pick one of those things. So I think one of the biggest myths is that it's hard or it's time consuming or, you know, there's that there's one right way. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, there's really just a handful of key behaviors that are going to give you the most bang for your buck. And when you focus on those, it feels so much less overwhelming and easier to then get started, see results, keep going. Mm-hmm. I think another myth I see, I'll kind of lump two together because I see them very often used similarly is both age and hormones as being kind of these scapegoats of, well, I'm, you know, 35 now, 40 now, 50 now, whatever. And it's just harder than it used to be. Or I think my hormones are out of whack. Nothing works for me. And I'm not saying that things don't change as we get older or that hormones don't have an impact on things, things because of course they do. But at the end of the day, it's very easy to focus on things that are out of our control and just almost feel like, well, it is what it is. Nothing I can do about it. And that's so disempowering. So I think clearing up the myth that your age or your hormones are going to prevent you from improving your health is just not true. There is so much that you can do. There are so many lifestyle factors that will help, you know, reverse aging, that will help you, you know, quote unquote, balance your hormones, that will help you get to a healthier and happier place. Mm -hmm. And that's what we really need to be focusing on. I love it. So now I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. Right. So we've been talking about the health and the the fitness and all of those things. But, uh, you know, a lot of people listening um, are entrepreneurs. Right. They've got a lot of stuff going on and you're an entrepreneur yourself. Right. So you're growing your business. You're still supporting um, all of your clients. You have you you said a son. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. You've got a son and a husband and all of the things. So I would love to hear from you, like, how has it been for you to scale your business, continue to progress in your career um, while still making yourself and your health a priority? And and then, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit and tell us, like, what sucks, what doesn't work? Um, and then also tell us, you know, like, what are you excited about and what next steps look for you, look like for you in your business? Okay. You may have to remind me of the the end part of that. So 
Absolutely. Finding balance has been a struggle for me, like it is for anybody else. I think one of the slight differences is that the thing that tended to come last was my relationship with my husband rather than my health. And I think that that goes for anybody is like, we all have the things that come more easily to us. Mm -hmm. So for me, I've just been working out and eating well for so long. It's just ingrained. It's just part of what I do. Mm -hmm. I've been doing that stuff a lot longer than I've been married or been a mom. So for me, balancing self health relationship, motherhood, business, that's kind of where things took a hit. And that's where I needed to step back and recognize, okay, I need to, I need to shift some things around this. This I can't keep. I think the issue is that the same aspect of your life can't keep coming in last for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. There's really no balance where everything is split evenly into, you know, 20% here, 20% there, but more so as the different factors in your life are fluctuating, are you adjusting accordingly? Sometimes work needs more, sometimes family needs more, sometimes you need more, and are you able to, to shift gears as needed? So honing that skill is what took a lot of time for me and figuring out, you know, just like we were talking about before we hit record, that sometimes your your days, your weeks, your months get thrown off by the smallest thing. Is like you, you know, you tell yourself, you know, you have calls at these times and something bumps the first one and next thing you know, you're way off. So learning how to manage my schedule and not just let work monopolize all of the waking hours was a big one for me. Um, and like I said, I think also shifting expectations of knowing, okay, my workouts aren't going to be more than 30 minutes. When I am doing mom stuff, I am not also on my phone trying to check my email and do work stuff, really focusing rather than being too focused on the quantity of time things are getting more so the quality. So if, if I'm seeing my son for an hour or two between daycare and and bed, is that really high quality bonding time for us? Or am I physically present, but mentally elsewhere? Um, So I think that was big is when I did get control of my schedule, I still, you know, my, my brain was still in work mode. So working on kind of connecting those two things when I'm here physically, I am also here mentally uh, has helped a ton. Um, and I would say with that, it's still a work in progress. Like you mentioned, we're, a, you might've mentioned, I can't remember. Uh, we're a military family. We're in the middle of a move from Germany to California. We're really kind of out of routine. We're not going to have a, a stable place to live for several months. And knowing that anytime we go through a transition, and even if you're not going through a major one like this, just kids going to school, being home from school, all those, you know, seemingly small changes in your schedule can be really disruptive. So that's one of the things that I am working on giving myself grace and navigating those transitions, knowing it's going to be an adjustment. There is going to be a period of time where you just feel like things are all off, that you're not working enough, that you're not present enough, all of the things. Um, And working on reestablishing routine in the midst of that kind of chaos more quickly than I have in the past, I think is one of the things that I'm working on these days. As far as the business goes, one of the things I'm very excited about for this year is writing a book. It's something that had been on my kind of like adult life list for a really long time. And I told myself all probably the usual stories of, I don't know enough, or I don't know what I would write about, or, you know, the time's not right, that sort of thing. And then just sort of realized those are all excuses. I hear them all the time from other people. And if this is something that I want to do, 
it's never, the time is never going to feel right. I should just decide I'm going to do it and then get myself the support that I need to get it done. So I'm going to a retreat in a couple of weeks to kick off a year long uh, mentorship to help edit my first draft, get it published, all that stuff. Um, so I'm really excited about that and being able to call myself an author and having a way to introduce new women to the work that we do and how it's different from so much that's out there. So that's one of the big things. And then obviously hoping that that will bring um, bring more clients our way and help grow the business as well. I said, that's the big one. Um, and then, like I said, with this big transition, we're in just trying to sort of maintain what we've been doing mm-hmm. and not pile too much on my plate while, as I was talking about earlier, while my home life is demanding more of my bandwidth mm-hmm. to give myself the opportunity to do that and let the business kind of do what it's doing. And then as I'm able to then re reshift priorities. I love it. That that's exciting. Um, lots of things on the horizon, a move, a new book, still continuing to grow and scale. I mean, books are a great way to get the word out about what it is that you do and how you support people. So I'm very, very excited for you. Thank you so much for sharing. We'll have to be on the lookout for it when it does come out. Um, But for the time being, like one, the time has flown by. Two, if people wanted to stay connected with you, how do they do that? And do you happen to have a, a gift for our audience today? I do have a gift for you guys. Thank you for asking. So I have a free quiz. It's estheravant.com slash quiz. The link will be in the show notes. And it is to help you get off the weight loss roller coaster and help you pinpoint the one area that has been sort of your hang up thus far. In my almost 20 years of coaching, I realized that it really does kind of distill down to three main areas. And this quick quiz, you'll be in and out in under a minute, will help you see your biggest area of opportunity. And then I'm going to give you some resources to help you actually take action in that area. So I'd love if you check that out. I also have a podcast called Live Diet Free, and we dive into all of health, exercise, nutrition, lifestyle, mindset. I've had some amazing guests. We do client spotlights. I review self-help books for you that you were like, I'd like to know what it's about, but I don't want to read that. Um, I distill distill it down to the cliff notes for you. Um, So that's one of my favorite uh, things that I do in the business. And then you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So definitely make sure that you check out the link in the show notes, go check out her podcast. And then as we start to wrap up here, what would you say um, is, you know, a takeaway or a memorable note that you want to leave our audience with? I think the main thing I want to remind you is that you are worthy and deserving of health, happiness, and confidence, and you can take action right now. It doesn't matter how old you are, how deep a hole you feel like you've dug yourself into, you can start today. And the simplest way to do it is just pick one thing and focus on that. It doesn't matter what it is. You just want to work on rebuilding your self-trust, on reworking your self-image to see yourself as a fit and healthy person. And taking action, regardless of how motivated you feel, is the number one way to do that. So start today, do not give up, and you'll be amazed by what you can accomplish. Yes, brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us Um and sharing all of this wealth of knowledge. Thank you for those listening and joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact, 
I'm really excited for you all to start taking these lessons, taking action, taking the resources that you learned here and start implementing them and creating even more impact in your own world. So until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.